Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Project BCF. We are your best cousin friends, Sam and Chris. And this week for Unstructured Talk Time, we're going to discuss our mothers because as we're recording, it is Mother Day weekend. So shout out to moms, obviously. And then we're going to do some more this or that's. And the drama we are watching this week is Hospital Playlist. Very exciting stuff. Yay. So I just thought we could share some funny stories about our moms. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) What do you have? Because I feel like my mom has little anecdotes and habits. And she's a funny person, but it's hard to describe. It is hard to describe because I think our moms are not what you would typically imagine for an Asian mom. I find that our moms have a lot of humor. Like they are trying to laugh most of the time the time and I don't know if you felt this way but I felt like my mom wasn't a tiger mom she was pretty relaxed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I agree I mean I don't know about you but my mom wasn't she was kind of like oh why didn't you get good grades but if I got like a bad grade she wouldn't punish me super hard my mom is a tiger mom about my habits not really about my grades as we've alluded to before my mom was pretty strict with like cleaning and stuff like that but not so much like you need to become a lawyer a doctor blah 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 she was more like can you be cleaner can you just live like a good human that was her main disciplinary stuff wait so i have a question so what made you go into accounting because that's like technically a field that's a tiger mom approved field of working (laughs) yeah I guess it is. Honestly, I was originally anyways going to try to become a lawyer. So I wanted to do the Asian mom approved thing anyways. So for my undergrad, I thought I would actually do an econ major. And then at my school, econ is actually an arts major. And that was the only time my mom actually did tiger mommy and was like, no, you're not getting an arts major. Oh, like the degree you would have gotten would have said like degree of arts yeah yeah and my mom was like no (laughs) she was just like if you're wanting to do business anyways go get a commerce degree Mm, mm. just what's the difference if that's your end goal anyways and you're not going to use it your fallback plan should be not an arts degree so that was the one and only time that she actually Mm -hmm. did tiger mom me but when i used to be like what if i want to be a baker she'd be like okay go to a technical school and become Mm -hmm. a baker she didn't really care she was just like just be the best that you can be and I'll be satisfied with that so she was more about instilling habits into me so that I don't become a lazy piece of shit Mm -hmm. instead of like tiger momming me in the traditional sense so what are some fun episodes that you have of her (laughs) this is funny to me I just think it's really weird in my old house When my whole family lived together, so including my brother, we only showered in one shower. (laughs) I don't know if you did this because... Uh What? Why? Because my mom didn't want to clean two showers. (laughs) That's such a your mom thing to do. (laughs) Yeah. Like force everyone to use the same shower. Wait, so everyone bathed in the master bathroom? Yeah. So it was in my parents' room. Interesting. So if you wanted to take a shower, you had to get in line. There was an order to things. (laughs) Oh my God. But 
when you grow up that okay. way, it's normal, right? But like, if you're taking too long, my mom, she'd be waiting to shower and then she'd be like, what are you doing counting your pubes? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> what mom says that? <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Wait. Okay. The weird thing about this story is, okay, the fact that she said that, but also that there was a line. So I have to ask, when you say a line, do you mean that all of you guys like generally took a shower in the sa- at the same time of day? And then there was an order like, oh, this person is going at 7 and then they're going to finish at 7.30. Not an official line like that, like a scheduled time, but it's, I was raised to night shower. I don't morning mm-hmm. shower. So I think same for the rest of my family. Well, maybe my brother morning showers because for guys, it's a little bit quicker, but it's just first come first serve. And in my parents' room, <laughs> in my original house, they had a TV so if you're waiting, you just watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. So you would, like, hang out in, in your parents' master bedroom? Yeah. My brother and I used to put a blanket over the furnace and just sleep on the floor in my parents' master bedroom. Like, just oh, in so the middle of the day. I don't think I did that. <laughs> that sounds like a your family type of thing. Like, the thing that you said about your mom only wanting to clean one shower, that makes total sense for her. Yeah. But then it it sounds like it kind of just turned into, like, the master bedroom became a place of congregation. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Until my brother got old enough and then he just wanted to distance himself from the family. But didn't I tell you I slept in my parents' master bedroom for like years because my brother's friend lived with us i vaguely heard something like that but i don't know the specifics was it from your elementary school years yeah so i think i was made double digits before i started having my own room it must have been university actually um because my brother had a friend who he's really close to in junior high or high school and he lived here alone so he was the child of rich Taiwanese business people, and they wanted him to get educated in Canada and whatnot. So I guess when my brother found out that he was literally here alone, he felt really bad. And so he convinced my parents somehow to take him in (laughs) and live with us. I know this is a Mother's Day special, but like the story is interesting (laughs) good or bad yeah i just want to hear more about what the heck did your brother say to your parents to get them to agree to that and was he a good person or did it feel like a study abroad type exchange student type situation or was it like he was adopted son i guess maybe my mom had her own version of go ahead she just took him in (laughs) (laughs) uh we're referencing the last episode by the way the Chinese drama, go ahead. Yeah. Not like, go ahead and come live with us. Yeah. Sorry. I think that he did pay rent. Like, his parents did end up paying rent because they did agree to it. Because mm-hmm. he was just living somewhere alone. And I think they were also worried about it. So his parents paid us. And then my mom did it all. Do you know what I mean? She, like, was his mom. Adopted mom? Like, yeah. made lunch for him. Yeah. Like cook dinner that's so wild isn't that weird that's like mvp to my mom she took in some other person's kid just because she felt bad i'm pretty sure that's another 
typical thing for my mom. She makes yeah. pube jokes and she takes in. <laughs> she takes in people and does a lot of things for them. She probably did like so much of his laundry and like cleaned up after him, cooked for him. Yeah. So where is this guy now? He lives in California, last I heard. So he's in your neck of the woods. Oh, random. Yeah. <laughs> What the random? Think, or like once you got to university, like he had moved out by then? Yeah. Or like did your brother and him go to the same university? No, he moved to Ontario for university. So then he didn't live with us anymore. And now, last I heard, he works at Facebook or something like that. Isn't that weird? That's so random. So is it weird that she was his adopted mom, sort of, for like all those years? And it's not like he visits or is, like, really in touch with your family. Yeah, I think it is weird. But I don't know if I told you this either. We went to Taiwan in 2014. My whole family went. It was the year I graduated from university. So for my grad trip, I went to Hong Kong, Taiwan, Malaysia, and Singapore. And my parents came and joined in Taiwan and Then my mom and I went to Singapore and Malaysia together. And so when they heard that they were going to Taiwan, my parents actually reached out to this guy's parents. And then we met up with his parents in Taiwan. So they did keep in touch? Or like, how did they know that they were going to be in Taiwan? Yeah, I guess they kept in touch with the parents, but not with the son very much after he moved away from university or for university. It was really weird because... He had actually remarried the dad, and he had kids who actually went to high school with me. And then he's like, do you know these kids? And I was just like, no. <laughs> I just said no, even though they did. <laughs> because I was like, what I never the? connected the dots that those were his half siblings. So you're saying the dad. The, the okay. dad is a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> the kid who lived at your house had parents who lived in Taiwan. The parents separated and divorced. The dad remarried, had kids again, and then sent them again to the same city in Canada to study. Yeah, they were born in Canada because I guess he, guess his second wife had wanted to live there and his second wife still lives there. And again, he got divorced. So I think he's on his third wife right now. TBD on if his... What the? <laughs> His third wife's kids are in Canada. I don't know. This is like the exact opposite of a Mother's Day special episode. <laughs> it's a Father's a Ho Day special. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess the mother is his first, second, and third wife. Maybe you don't know this, but does his third wife like also send her kids to Canada to study? I don't know. Or live in Canada? I honestly don't know. Actually, no. I can't really remember, but I think maybe their kids are in Taiwan because they're not poor <laughs> they're very well off which is you mm -hmm. know like i don't really know why they had to send their kids to canada maybe they just wanted them to have native speaking english or mm -hmm. something like that but they're quite wealthy obviously they had all these kids and then just sent them to canada to live alone that's kind of expensive you know yeah yeah without even like a caregiver or anyone yeah like find a caregiver on the fly at school Like, it's your responsibility to find your new mom, who happens to be my mom. That's so weird. It is that's, weird, huh? That's weird. I don't think I've heard that full story before, by the way. So I just think it's very generous of your parents to be like, okay, 
and for yeah. like some kid to basically mooch off of them not mooch but essentially it's like a homestay right without the exchange student program through the school to go through it is but i suffered the most i had to sleep on the floor of my parents <laughs> bedroom yeah me and my parents suffered the most because my brother still had his own room and then that guy took over my bedroom i would be so pissed i don't think i would have accepted it very well yeah but what am i gonna do like start a revolt against two people who are eight years <laughs> older than me like no <laughs> That's true. They were like much older than you. Yeah, I was like literally a kid when this happened. So I was like, man, whatever. Like just I spent a lot of time with my parents anyways. It didn't really make a difference to me. Gotcha. So is there any other like besides the pu- counting your pubes <laughs> anecdote? Is there any other interesting anecdote your mom has had? No. Well, kind of like I think my mom, as I said before, is just like a fun person in general. So I said in 2014, we went to Malaysia. I don't know if you know anything about Penang, but it's like a very colonial island and it has like the best food in Malaysia. So they have designated UNESCO World Heritage Sites around Penang. And my mom was cool enough to just say like, let's bike the whole thing. And so we biked the whole thing on the fucking road in Penang. Also shat my pants because I was so nervous. I hadn't ridden a bike in like 10 years prior to that. Oh, I got a tricycle. I got a bicycle with training wheels on it because I couldn't remember how to ride the bike. Oh my God. Embarrassment. Wait, you were how old at this time? I just graduated university. So I was like 20 like 22 20, 21 and then <laughs> so everyone in chinese is like fucking dissing me hardcore <laughs> like in hokkien what yeah because they're riding by me and they're like why the fuck do you not know how to ride a bicycle <laughs> <laughs> so everyone is like cussing me out in hokkien and in mandarin but i just remember my mom had a lot of fun and it was really fun traveling with her as a adult because she was really open to doing stuff that trip so even though it's like hot as fuck in malaysia we're biking around looking at all this cool art stuff and it's modern art installations as well as olden art and she took like all these photos there's like a mural of children playing basketball i have pictures of my mom pretending to play basketball like really (laughs) cute stuff that i took for granted when i was younger but now I realize like those are good, fun memories that I'll always have of my mom. <laughs> what a nice ending. Yeah. Mother's Day. So <laughs> the conclusion is that you are unathletic and need training wheels. And your mom is super adventurous and cool and can bike the whole area without training wheels. Yeah, but after I got better at riding the bike, okay, I have since ridden bikes since then. Uh, judging you. Dude, you had to ride on the fucking road in Malaysia. Okay, that shit is not easy. You try doing that. I just wouldn't. If my mom suggested that, I'd be like, we're not doing that. <laughs> Oh my god. No, it's fun. I think when you're there, you're just like convinced. You're just like, I right, let's try it. Eh, yeah. I would think I probably would have tried it when I was younger, actually, like in my early 20s. But I think <laughs> I'm at the point in my life where I just want everything to be easy. <laughs> and so I'm just like, call me a cab or like, just take the train. I think now you could use a 
e-scooter. Mm. I'm scared of those, that might, to be that's honest. That's probably what's popular. So I probably wouldn't either. Yeah. But at least there's that. Okay, tell a cute story with your mom in it. I thought of a story with my mom, but it's not really cute. And it involves your family as well. I think you know which one I'm going to tell. So let me play it out in my head so that I'm not saying the climax too late. Oh, God. <laughs> After editing you for 13 eps, bruh, we got to work. We got to take you to a storytelling workshop or something. <laughs> okay. So we were visiting Canada and your brother was driving this car. And your brother is like a really crazy driver at the time. I don't think he's like that anymore. But he was the type of driver where he'd just be accelerating really fast and like not swerving, but like weaving in and out. And my mom was sitting in the back seat. You and I were sitting in the back seat as well. And then I think your mom was in the passenger seat. I think it was after church or something. I don't remember. But we were all, your brother started driving and my mom was like, oh, I don't feel good. Um, and she was like kind of like holding it in and eventually he stopped. I don't know for what reason. I think we just stopped or ended at our destination. We got to our grandma's house and she literally just like opened the door and started like hurling, right? In front of our grandma's house on our grandma's property. (laughs) (laughs) What I remember for some reason is your mom saying, she was talking to your brother. She's like, look, you made Thai throw up. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I remember for some reason. I think while my mom is throwing up, right? I think that was years and years ago, maybe like 20, 2008 or something. We talked about this before. We went on a trip to Asia, like Korea and Singapore a couple years back. And she had the same thing happen to her in someone else's car in Singapore. I wasn't there. Me and my sister like went out and then we came back to our grandma's place and my mom just didn't look good. She was like, eh, just like really pale or like she's trying to sleep. And then we were like, what happened? She's like, oh, I threw up in Uncle Mac's car. And I was like, typical. (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, okay, this is just something that happens to you. Whether it be bad driving, the reason or I think at that time, it was like the food didn't sit well with her and she was sitting in the back seat. And I was just like, cars and my mom and the back seat just don't mix. Yeah. Your mom is very sensitive to motion. Yeah. I think I inherited it from her. Yeah, I can see that. And even now, so your mom came to visit again since throwing up in my brother's car or outside my brother's car. And every time I drive her, I make sure to be like extra long breaks really slow acceleration <laughs> and i'm like are you okay and she's like yeah it's much better than your brother and i'm like okay <laughs> just let it go lady you clearly puke everywhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually now i think about it that's also something she does when she like feels bad she'll be like oh yeah i had to throw up because i didn't feel good and i'm just like yeah could you have taken like an Advil or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dude, are you okay? <laughs> or do I need to like be worried about this throwing up? It's weird though, because like after she does, she's like, oh, I feel so much better. So I- I'm inclined to think it's not like a huge medical issue, but I don't know. 
I guess it's like your mom is pretty short, so maybe she doesn't have enough digestion space. <laughs> she just needs to get rid of it. <laughs> also, the thing about my mom is like she hates leaving leftovers, especially if we go out to eat. So like whenever we're at the table and we stop eating and she's kind of picking at the food, she'll like point to the food like, eat it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know oh. this move. <laughs> And she'll just keep pointing at it. Like, she'll move her finger and point at it. And then, like, eventually, like, gets us to eat it. But yep. that just makes me think that even if she might be full or she could be like, oh, I'm stopping now. Maybe she just doesn't want to do that. Maybe you're right. It's, like, kind of affects her digestion system. Yeah, your mom has put a Pavlovian response into me. Anytime someone points at food and goes, eat, I just automatically <laughs> start doing it. <laughs> yeah. It's really sad. <laughs> you don't have uh, any better stories about your mom? I don't know. Do you have any stories about my mom? I also want to say my mom has thing with English. Like, she always inverts words. And also, she doesn't know a lot of, I don't know, just like slang phrases or just like English phrases. So like when I was growing up, she would always invert someone's name. She'd be like, oh, Bryant Kobe is doing this. Or like, check out Bryant Kobe. And she's watching like... <laughs> NBA or something. Yeah. <laughs> the Lakers. And I'd be like, yeah. it's Kobe Bryant. <laughs> I think I have a story about that. So when you were visiting Canada, we went to this place with hot springs. And I don't know why we were talking about skinny dipping. And then she was just like, oh, skinny dipping. <laughs> it's like taking a dip, right? <laughs> we were just like, <laughs> like she literally just thought it was dipping. She just took out the word the skinny. And I remember... She's like, what's skinny? I think we were like dying laughing and we're like, do you know what skinny dipping is? And she's just like, it's just dipping. Like she was getting (laughs) mad at us. (sighs) Doesn't that sound like a her thing to do? To just get mad at us and just be like, it's just dipping. What do you want? We're just going (laughs) to dip in the pool. And I'm like, no. Yeah. I think sometimes she'll like try to play it off. Like, she doesn't really know what it is, but she'll, like, kind of play it off. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. I love your mom. She's fucking hilarious. I don't think she does that anymore that often. Although, when I do try to talk to her about, like, tech stuff or, like, how to enable something, like, enabling your location on your phone, she's just like, I don't see it, I don't see it. And then she'll, like, get a little bit angry, like, what you just said. Like, <laughs> Yeah, she'll get frustrated yeah. and start yelling at you, and you're just like, Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> oh, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> happy Mother's Day. If there are mothers listening, make sure your babies don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> this or that's you start. What would you rather drink? Soju or beer? Soju. Why? Beer is so filling. Beer makes me bloated. (laughs) Okay, but can we go back to the time you had a shot of soju? It was like a bottle. You had one shot after you got your tattoo. And then I turned red. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about that a little bit more. What do you want me to talk about? I have Asian glow (laughs) and I will not be made to feel ashamed about it. I am a proud Asian woman. So even if you can't finish more than one shot of soju, would you still order a bottle of soju versus like a bottle of beer 
or a can of beer. Okay, I can have more than one shot. I just get drunk very easily. So, <laughs> yeah. Same I thing. No, I think beer, honestly, is worse for me. You know, Asian flesh isn't equal amongst alcohol. So there's some people who can drink wine and they have a better reaction or drink hard liquor and they have a better reaction. I don't react very well to beer anyways. So me drinking a beer is like, bleh, not even worth it. And it's so filling. I, I'd rather just get like a Coke. If I'm going to have something gaseous anyways, I'll just get something that actually tastes good to me because I don't really like the hoppy taste of a beer. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, if you mix soju with something else, it becomes delicious. So yeah, I'll just mix soju with like apple juice or something and I'll be fine. Wait, so can you drink soju and beer together mixed? I've never tried it because I'm not that interested in beer. Oh, wow. I guess also you're someone that will like get drunk really easily and fast. That also, the mixing just also makes it come faster. Yeah, and to be honest, I'm not very much of a drinker. Mm -hmm. I just don't naturally drink very much. Even socially, like, I don't really care. I'll just order a Coke (laughs) at a bar. Because to me, the experience of getting drunk is not very enjoyable because I get Asian glow. And it's not just like, oh, I'm red. It's like I get Asian glow. My heart beats really fast. I feel really hot. I start sweating. Might as well just not live like that. (laughs) I get it. Yeah. I will say that I I don't really drink a ton anymore either, but I will do it for social situations and if I'm like on vacation, like a lot, like I might not drink regularly in weekly life, but if I'm going to like an event pre-COVID, I would binge drink (laughs) to get me through the event. Really? Binge? What do you mean? Like how much is a binge? Two to three? Yeah, if I'm at an event and I just need to like loosen up, I'll have two to three beers or like one or two glasses of wine. Basically anything I think that will be just enough to loosen me up. But I don't really know where that line is sometimes, so sometimes I like go over it. Bro, what are you like when you're loose? Describe loose Chris to me. (laughs) It's just like easier to have fun with people you don't know. So in that situation, does loose Chris like when random people talk to her? I think it depends who I'm with. So if I'm at a like company event or like company Christmas party or something, I will drink more because I'm trying to be friendly with my coworkers and stuff. But if it's like I headed to a bar with a group of friends already and I'm, I don't expect to be talking to strangers, mostly going to just be talking to the people I came with, then it's I'll just do how I'll drink however much I feel will be necessary to have a conversation with the people around me interesting i want to hear your bar pickup lines or something like that let's say you're at a company event and you're at your good comfortable place how do you approach someone what's something you usually go to oh gosh i think i'm just a lot more smiley and then i'll be like more welcoming to conversation and then that in turn will just start a conversation and then I feel like I can get through the conversation by just saying like whatever random drunk thing comes out of my mouth. Very interesting. I mean, I've seen you drink before, but I guess because you're already comfortable with me, I don't really notice a shift yeah. or a change. I'm just like, yeah, mm. <laughs> same thing. Yeah. I'm definitely also the more like I can hold my liquor out of the two of us. So I know 
100%. Yeah, so I know if I'm with you, I can't kind of let go completely because we have to get home somehow. You know, like when we were drinking in Korea. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't drunk, drunk. I wasn't on the floor, okay? I was just a little red and a little drunk. True, but it's like, do I trust her to like get me home? Nope. I don't know. No. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, okay, well, I had to appropriately decide how much to drink. Even though I think I, that day, I think I got through that entire soju bottle. Yeah. You had like a shot and a half. Yeah, you drank a whole soju bottle alone. And you were cool. You're like, I'm fine. Also, maybe because we that was the day you had one of the top 10 meals of your life. <laughs> oh, yeah. As you described it. Yeah, it was, honestly. And I think the girl's eel that we had with the soju, it just like soaked up all the soju too. Like it really just depends what I'm eating also with the drink. At the company party, I think I had two tacos and then two, three glasses of white wine. That was like over the edge. Like the balance wasn't there. Like I didn't have enough food. food. So you got sloppy. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> What'd you do? I was so excited. What'd you do? What do you mean? <laughs> How did you display your sloppiness? There was a karaoke at the end. I didn't karaoke, but like I was probably moving along with my coworkers who I didn't know very, very well at the time because I had just gotten hired two months before. But then I was like, fine. And then I got back to the hotel room though, and I was like, whoa. I was planning to go to someone else's room after, to, like hang out. And I was just like, whoa, I can't do it. Interesting. Anyway. Okay, should I ask mine? Oh, uh, I didn't answer the question. So I. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I would choose soju, okay, go though. Ahead. And I thought it was obvious. Yeah, I would choose soju, but if possible, if I could hold my liquor even better, I would want to combine the two. I think you could. I have. Honestly, I have. Okay. Yeah, probably when we were in Korea, you could have mixed. Yeah, but I wouldn't... Next time, I'll just take a taxi. I wouldn't have finished Next time we'll just anything. Take a taxi. I wouldn't have finished anything because there's no one to share it with. I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I can't drink. Like, I wouldn't have finished the soju bottle or I wouldn't have finished either of those. So it was just like one or the other. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Which YouTube show would you rather guest spot in? Food King by NOC or a Korean Englishman series? And disclaimer, I know Korean Englishman might be a sensitive topic but you know they've started posting again and i'm not even gonna lie i do watch their stuff still i know what they did was wrong but i can't deny that they make fun videos so <laughs> which youtube series would you like to guest spot in guest spot so on food king would i be a yeah host? you'd be the third guest host for an episode or something oh probably food king you know what same I love that show. Remember <laughs> when I showed it to you? You were so yeah. fascinated. Yeah. Oh, okay, for anyone who hasn't watched Food King, just search it up on YouTube, Food King. It's the show where these Singaporeans go around restaurants and hawker centers in Singapore usually. And they will like try a bunch of food there and then rate it out of three yeah. stars. And it's called like Food King Stars. The, sometimes the places that they show on their YouTube channel just kind of blow yeah. up. They get a lot of like publicity and stuff. So it's been going for a long time now, I think. It's been like years, I think right? Two to three years at least. Yeah. They're just very interesting because they all, or at least the older episodes, they all had a lot of personalities and 
really passionate when it comes to food and the type of food that's correct Singaporean. So very opinionated show about food. Yeah. And Korean Englishmen, if no one knows, they are two white Englishmen who basically spotlight Korean culture, Korean language, and try to introduce their friends who technically are not very well versed in East Asian stuff. They try to get them along for the ride and show them Asia for usually the first time. And they had really good series before. And also, they used to interview celebrities. I doubt that will happen again Mm -hmm. until they're back in the good graces of the public. But yeah, Mm -hmm. they had a lot of fun content. But I would agree with you. I think Food King is a really fun show. And I still watch it now because I just, I just in general really enjoy watching content about Singaporean and Malaysian food. Mm -hmm. Another mother story is my mom texted me a hawker walkthrough of Changi Village which is a hawker center me and her went to in 2014. She's just like, look mm. at this hawker. We were there. And I'm like, cool. But yeah, the food is really good. Yeah. Like the next time I go to Singapore, I think I would look up all the Food King videos and then like pick out the ones that they say are the best ones. Like the best chicken rice in Singapore, or, like the best laksa in Singapore. And then they also have per location, good restaurants or good hawkers in certain locations. So I would rather be on that show because it's probably more effort, but it's touring to good places to eat, so I can't be mad about it. Yeah, it's a fun show, and it would be fun because I also have a lot of strong food opinions, and I also just want to see what Ryan Mm -hmm. brings me to because I think he, in general, does know food very well. I mean, he must. Mm -hmm. Which Marvel Universe female character would you rather be? Wanda or the Black Widow? Duh, Wanda. Wanda has actual powers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but she's not in the shows as much. Yeah, but she is the one who got closest to killing Thanos on her own, pretty much. I know you didn't watch the movies, so this means absolutely nothing (laughs) to you. (laughs) You're like, who's Thanos? I saw clips. I saw, like, compilations. (laughs) You just Google Marvel compilations on YouTube or what? No, no, you know how Disney Plus has like that series where they go into like the origin story or like the stories of the characters and it's not even like anything new. It's just like a compilation of all the scenes that this character has been in previous movies. You just watch that? Yeah. No comment. (laughs) (laughs) My God, you're judging me so hard right now. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you want to know what happens in the movies, but you're just not willing to commit. (laughs) I just can't sit through eight hours of Avengers movies. But yeah, I think the Black Widow, isn't she in more team stuff? Like Wanda's not really an Avenger. Yeah, she is. I mean, she is, but before she was like the enemy at first. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. But I mean... Wanda still has all of the actual powers. That's why sometimes the power scaling in the Marvel universe is not very accurate because I don't really understand how a regular human, no matter how buff or strong you are, can compete with a superhero. I just don't get it. Oh, like Archery Man (laughs) versus like the Hulk. Yeah, Archery Man 
What's his name? What's his name? Sorry, Robin Hood. Robin like, what's his name? Robin Hood? Dude, that's in Batman. Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's like uh, Archer Eye. Archer What's his name, dude? Dude, you need to get yourself on the Marvel creative team right now. Archer Eye. It's Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Okay, so you're saying like that guy doesn't have like real superhero powers because he's just like really good at archery. Yeah. Yeah, I just would rather be the one <laughs> with actual powers. I can be as good as archery as I want, but I can't be the one who does it alone. Do you know what I mean? Okay, if we strip them of all their powers, who would you rather be? I was gonna just say Wanda has a pretty tragic backstory obviously we just watched in wandavision that her whole family just died in front of her eyes but i think black widow does have a similar tragic backstory which is what the movie is going to talk about when it comes out this year black widow is coming out of the movie if you didn't know interesting <laughs> yeah i know so i know i don't know um they're both equally tragic i'll just, i guess i just will go with the better looking mm. one whoever <laughs> Is more better looking. So who's the better looking? I don't like Scarlett Johansson's wigs as Black Widow. I think her wigs look whack. <laughs> Why do you have a thing with the wigs? Because her dude? wigs were so bad in some of the Avengers stuff. Like I don't know if the clips compilations you watched demonstrated. <laughs> I haven't watched hers yet. But yeah, sometimes her hair just looks bad. So therefore, she doesn't look as good as Wanda. So I guess I'd still be Wanda. Yeah, I guess I would be her too. <laughs> Why did she just fight me on this for like... I'm just playing devil's advocate. <laughs> what the heck? No, I think a lot of people... I mean, it's weird though because not Wanda doesn't get talked about a lot, but it's like Scarlett Johansson is always talked a lot like in interviews and stuff as being part of the Avengers. And so I was thinking like, oh... Does she just have a bigger role or like why does she, does she have a bigger presence in the comics or something? I don't know. I'm asking you. Okay, in my opinion, I think it is because she was in Iron Man. And Iron Man is like the staple of this new Marvel universe. Hmm. He's kind of the center of everything. And so all the people who are involved in that original Iron Man series, all the characters who got brought in and then developed from there, they're really beloved. That's just my opinion. Mm. Maybe if she was in like Guardians of the Galaxy or something, she wouldn't have an, as much screen time. Because she's not, like, OG enough. Yeah, or, like, if she was in Ant-Man or something, like, maybe no one would love her as much. But also, I just think, yeah, Scarlett Johansson has that, like, charisma for whatever reason. I don't love her because I don't think she should be playing Asian characters very often. <laughs> but she keeps <laughs> doing it. So, man, I'm a little, like, lukewarm on her. True, yeah. I will say, also, like, if I were to strip their powers, I would... And, like, just be the person or the character, I would still be Wanda because at least she's, like, human-ish. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I mean, like, she has, like, a tragic past and it's, like, emotional. I think the Black Widow also has a tragic past, but based off of the clips of her killing, <laughs> killing people, like, learning how to kill people. Yeah, being or, a like, spy or something. Yeah, yeah, like, that sucks too, but... If I were to choose Tragic Pass, I would rather choose I Hate Stark Industries. Yeah. Path. At least you had some good times with your parents. And you have a brother. Yeah. That's true. Hey, you want to do one more? Okay. 
This or that, Jay Park or Eric Nam? Oh, this one is actually harder than I thought it would be. Why are you shading me? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. I think I was just thinking like, oh, it's so easy at first. And then I was like, oh, wait a second. And this is just based off of all the things they do, right? Because they have so many different roles. Yeah. Responsibilities <laughs> as like a celebrity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, this is a difficult one. Yeah, because if you think about it, it's like, okay, I would choose Jay Park for the fact that he owns his own company and stuff. But I think Eric Nam does too, sort of. And he's he gets to interview a lot of cool people. So... <laughs> <laughs> I think I have to choose Jay Park. Ooh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. Okay, Jay Park, OG Jay Park stan. I'm an OG Jay Park stan. It's true. I think he's the original person who really made it from America to Asia. Like he got scouted for JYP and then he was part of a K-pop group and then he had the whole scandal and had to leave and then he started making YouTube videos in his bathroom and then had like a re-emergence of his career again. Against all odds, created a label brought together like different producers and writers and artists and like really grew that like hip hop slash K-rap slash R&B. R&B, a little bit of like K-pop in there too. So I think I have to say Jay Park just for that because I think that he is still true. I'm not saying Eric Nam isn't true to himself, but like he's been really real about it. He has asked me things on Twitter and he'll be really blunt about stuff yeah really real about it he doesn't want to be part of that cookie cutter mold of what JYP wanted him to be and I think that's really like memorable and I think Eric Nam is kind of similar but one he's like newer so he came after Jay Park I don't think he's reached his peak yet and two he still kind of has like I am part of k-pop vibe so like he won't be as real and he won't say as much stuff that will cause him trouble yeah I think that's a good thing for his image and stuff. But personally, I, I think it would be really stifling to live that way. Yeah, I mean, he did talk about how he was on We Got Married and how he doesn't even interact with anything Mamamoo anymore because the fans are like too mm -hmm. aggressive about it. And I have a feeling if it was Jay Park, he'd just be like, leave me alone. <laughs> like, <laughs> you'd yeah. be straight up about it. Yeah. Know? I would also choose Jay Park because, as I said, I'm an OG Jay Park stan. Loved him in 2PM. Pretty much stopped having such an obsessive interest into K-pop groups after Jay left 2PM because I was like, meh, not really worth it. But you're right, what he created, like Higher Music is a label that I listen to a lot of the artists. Even without knowing that they're under Higher Music, they'll just show up in my curated playlist on Spotify and... I'll like most of them. So I think he does a good job like choosing the artists that fit in his label. Even if it's not directly his style, he makes sure it kind of fits the vibe. And he does a good job of taking care of the people, it seems like. Like mm -hmm. no artists leave higher music and then immediately go start a diss war with Jay Park or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's pretty epic that he pretty much just does like an F you to JYP all the time. <laughs> because JYP uh -huh. is a very 
it seems like he's a very controlling CEO.、Mm. So I like that Jay Park pretty much gives his artists freedom to do what they want and create the music that they want. And he signs a lot of ex JYP people.、Mm-hmm. So every time I just love the idea that he's like, F you, my old CEO, I'm a show you. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But I do like Eric Nam's music. And what he's doing with Dive Studios is pretty cool. Dive Studios, if you're listening, <laughs> please pick us up. I know we're not in Korea, but we talk a lot about Korean stuff. <laughs> we would be great guest stars on something. <laughs> we're not famous at all. Literally, everyone they interview is famous, which is why I would want to be Eric Nam. Because, like, he gets to interview so many people. And it because he interviewed Jade Park, yeah, exactly. He gets to interview and yeah, talk to so many people, and he used to interview also like American celebrities. That's true, but still, Jade Park, yeah, OG Jade Park Stan. Like personally, if I have to be someone, yeah, I'd be him. I bet Eric Nam has like a secret life somewhere where I'd be like, oh yeah, I definitely want to be Eric Nam. Probably in America, no? Yeah, he's probably like wild in America or something. But because his image is clean, we would never hear about it. Yeah, I wonder. I'm sure you could run into him. I think he splits <laughs> his time between LA and Seoul. Eric Nam, come meet us. <laughs> do you want to do one more or move on? I want to do one more. Okay, my last one for you is: Which Destiny's Child song is better? Say my name or cater to you. So hard. <laughs> I think. Just for the nostalgia factor and the fact that I can sing probably all the lyrics to it is "Say My Name." Ooh, <laughs> it just has such an impression on me because it's like such a popular song when we're growing up.、Mm-hmm. That every time I hear it, I just feel that hit of the late '90s to early 2000s, and I'm like, "Yeah, same." I'm not gonna sing it, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to say "Say My Name." Yeah, I was about to start singing the song, and it's just. Such a throwback, and that was a really popular time for Destiny's Child.、Mm-hmm. Beyonce had never done a solo yet,、mm-hmm. so it's like the essence of Destiny's Child. You know,、mm-hmm. what do you choose? I personally like Cater to You better. What? I know. Okay, why? I okay. I know. Say my name got a lot more like radio play and launched them all into stardom. But I think Cater to You is just a cool song, like the song itself, and it's just a very iconic music video. I, you're probably gonna say like, "Oh, is Say My Name not an iconic music video?" It is, but like Cater to You envelops for me what you were saying about the '90s, 2000s nostalgia. Really? Uh huh. Okay, but let's say. I try to imagine a life without COVID, and you're at a club event that's like early 2000s, late 90s throwback. Wouldn't you get more hyped if "Say My Name" comes on versus "Cater to You"? Well, yeah, obviously, but I'm gonna listen to <laughs> "Cater to You" more often. Okay, fine, fair enough. Yeah. See, so you'd still get hyped if you heard of "Say My course. Name." Of course, like they're both really good songs. Yep. I personally would like. Replay value on Cater to You. Even now, I will still like listen to it, and I don't like purposely go and listen to say my name. Oh, I totally do. <laughs> okay, never mind. Typical stand behavior. Oh my god. 
So what are you watching this week? This week, I convinced Chris to watch Hospital Playlist. And it's a Korean drama that came out in 2020. So pretty recent. And the Netflix synopsis goes like this. Friends since undergrad school, five doctors remain close and share a love for music while working at the same hospital. That's pretty general, but I also want to throw in there that the show was created by the people who created Reply. So it does focus a lot on friendship and it has an ensemble cast like a lot of the Reply series do. So how many episodes did you watch? I think I finished episode five. Whoa, you watched way more than I thought you were going to. (laughs) Same here. I thought I was going to watch like episode one and two and just talk about that. But actually, first impressions, I really like it. I'm surprised that I really like it. (laughs) Because the apps are not short. They're long. Yeah, they're pretty long. And I'm not watching it at 1.5 speed. So Because it's a good drama. It's actually really good. Uh Uh Uh-huh. It's very bingeable, very watchable. And I wanted to say, even with a lot of the medical stuff, it can get pretty heavy. But Mm -hmm. what always keeps it light is the friendship and the relationships that these five doctors have with each other. Like, it's really fun. Mm -hmm. I would echo the same sentiments. And I shouldn't have been surprised because, like, you were telling me that it is by the Makers of Reply series. So it's just easy to watch because you're just, like, observing friends talking to each other and making fun of each other and interacting with each other but in a hospital setting it's really different from the reply series in that sense but it's held that same like flavor of the poking fun of each other and like arguing and stuff and that is just chemistry and fun to watch and like the back and forth so yeah i thought it was really good yeah that's why i got to episode five even before this i was like watching it in the car Wow. I don't watch stuff in the car because, as we mentioned before, like I also get motion sickness. So, did you throw up today or no? I didn't, but I had to like stop watching because I was in the car and I did get kind of dizzy. So, what point is episode five? I should mention I watched the whole thing. So, the thing I will say about Hospital Playlist is the medical stories, they just come like one after the other, like, or they overlap. So it's really hard for me to try to remember who's who and which doctors and residents are working on which patients. And then when I see the patients of like what problem or like surgical procedure they're going to do on that patient because it's hard for me to remember. So I will say that's the hardest part. I just remember finishing the part where Kim Jun-won confesses to Ik Jun's sister. Oh, that's a good part. I like that part. Yeah, I thought it was so cute. It's like very swoon-worthy and very out of the blue. And I feel like that's such a reply thing to do. The writers of Reply will just like shove a cute swoon-worthy scene in there and you're just like, what the heck? I didn't even like see that coming. Also because in the first two episodes, they set it up so that it seemed that he and Songhua would have something because he was talking about her ex. There's that scene where he confronts her ex and is like, why are you cheating on her? And the guy is like, it's none of your business. And so it kind of sets it up so that you're thinking, oh, do they like each other? And because it's four guys and one girl, I'm always thinking that. I don't know if you are. <laughs> well, that's like what Reply loves to do, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's different with this one because now it feels like there's so many other characters. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how well they can introduce the side characters and then suddenly they're fleshed out. 
that's the really interesting thing about this writer and producer combo is they have a lot of characters, but they always make sure you care about them. Yeah. They don't just like throw people away for no reason or throw them in there just to do nothing with them. They all eventually develop something, which I really appreciate about the show. I haven't even finished watching it, but I'm stoked for season two because it feels like there's so many characters and even outside of the main five, it's like, I want more. Yeah. Interesting. I'm glad you liked it. I will say I'm not usually someone who will watch like BTS, like behind the scenes, not actual (laughs) BTS. I am ARMY, okay? No one come kill me. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I won't typically watch behind the scenes stuff, but... With Hospital Playlist, actually, I was pretty interested about the behind the scenes stuff because there's this YouTube channel, I guess, owned by the production company or something. <gasps> or I think I've seen the same thing. It's like the one with Napiti. Oh, not that one. Oh, maybe. But they had them interviewing the five main doctors like um. before they got the job. And they're describing the characters to them. And they're like, can you take this on? Will this work with your schedule? And I was really interested in it. I should send it to you. I'll send it to you. Yeah, send it to me. And then I also found out that they actually play the instruments. So they did a YouTube live of a concert. And they were playing all the songs that they played in the drama. Isn't that so interesting? That's so wild. And it was good. They were like a college band. And so it's like true to real life. Oh, that's so cool. I knew like three of them could sing. All the guys, Yu Yeon-suk and Jo Jong-suk and Jung Kyung-ho. Because they're like in musicals and stuff. Okay, it kind of makes sense. But to play instruments and do that, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I found out from the behind the scenes stuff that the girl, Song-hwa, she actually is a musical theater actress. So she's acting when she's bad at singing. Oh, interesting. I would like to hear her sing for real. Yeah, apparently when they're interviewing her, they're like, whoa, you were in a lot of really big musicals and she's just like pretty humble about it and stuff. But I thought that was so funny because one of her quirks or her shtick is that she sucks at singing and they all hate her for it. (laughs) Yeah, She's like a newer drama actress, but she's been acting in musical theater but i thought she did a really good job of acting like she's really fun to watch in my Mm -hmm. opinion i agree she's a nice break from all like the guys in the in all the scenes yeah so are you at the part where it's obvious that the resident likes her her resident yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The her resident is, has confessed to her, and she's just like, "Don't." And then I've watched the beginning part where she goes to the doctor, and the doctor's like, "We found this strange lump, and you have to get a biopsy." And then I don't know any more than that, so don't spoil me. <laughs> okay. So if you had a prediction now of if there was, I'm not saying there is, but if there was a romance between her and one of the four guys, which one would you say? Like the four main guys, right? Yeah, the four main guys. I think I would see it with Ikjun or Dr. Yang, the mama's boy. Oh, the OBGYN. Yeah. I won't say anything. <laughs> I have a feeling there will be some sort of like love line in between, but I already know like the other two guys are kind of taken because the priest guy is going to be with the really competent resident and then the other guy is going to be with Ikjun's sister. So, hmm. And I kind of think it will be... 
Ikjun, just because Jo Jung-suk is, he's, even though it's an ensemble cast, he's kind of the face of the show to me. Yeah, I would say so. I also really like his character. I think his character is so funny. Yeah. Like, he does a really good job of being humorous in the drama. I'm really surprised at how many people I do not hate in this Kane drama. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's another thing. There's no bad guy, quote-unquote bad guy. Even though they make you kind of think that mm-hmm. the new hospital director might be. And he turns out to just be, like, a nice old old man. I think it's pretty fun. Yeah. I'm just so used to hating someone. You know, like in True Beauty, we hated Chan Wu's dad, Suho's dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, we hated yeah. him. You wanted to bang him originally. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, I don't really hate anyone here. And I generally like everyone, even the people that are awkward, even the resident who has a crush on her. Like, it's kind of cringeworthy, the stuff that he does for her. But it's like, mm, like, if I was her, I'd feel burdened. And then the OBGYN doctor, he's just kind of awkward. I thought he was weird until I think the latest episode that I watched and then it goes into his backstory of what happened with his sister and his mom and then his dad. Oh, I'm at the part in the drama right now where the adulteress comes to him and is like, I'm pregnant and I want your parents to get a divorce. You should persuade your mom to help your dad get this divorce. Can't say anything. Won't (laughs) react. (laughs) I'm just like waiting for some sort of reaction from you. Good drama. I'm so excited for the second season, basically. And it comes out June. So this is a great time to finish watching it and oh, have you started. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stoked. And I will say, I finished watching this maybe three weeks ago, but I started playing it this week because I knew we were doing it for this podcast and I still wasn't bored by it. I was still <laughs> engaged. I was like, oh, because... It's one of those things where it's like they leave a lot of Easter eggs in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then when you watch it back for a second time, you're like, oh. So it's very rewatchable. Yeah. You're right when you said that in a short span of time, you can feel not really connected, but you can feel for these people. I think one of the medical stories that stood out to me was the one where there was a dad who was getting discharged and his wife and his son were there and he's like oh i want to get jajangmyeon with my dad and then he gets discharged and then he gets into like a traffic accident the next day and then he is the organ donor so they're harvesting all his organs for like other patients and then you can just see on ik jun's face he's just so conflicted devastated this person that i just fixed is now going to die we have to perform surgery on him to get all his organs out to other people and it's just super sad. And he's like, oh, we have to wait like 10 minutes. And the other guys are like, why are we waiting 10 minutes? And he's like, it's Children's Day. And I don't want this kid to celebrate his dad's death anniversary on Children's Day. Maybe it's not a big deal to us because we don't have such a thing as Children's Day in in the Western world. But in Asia, Children's Day is a, like a national holiday, mm-hmm. right? A real holiday. And yeah, that was just like very touching it's just like those bits and pieces where you're just like, it's so sad, but you feel for the doctors who are like making these decisions. Yeah, good show. It's really highly rated on my drama list, I think. Yeah, I was just about to say it was rated like (laughs) 9.1 on my drama list. That's really good. Anything over a 9 in my drama list is wow. And I would agree with it. I'm not fighting that my drama list rating. It's (laughs) well-deserved. It's earned. 
good for this show. Like, I'm so excited to see what season two is, but I'm kind of apprehensive because following seasons are never as good. Like, it's hard to live yeah. up to the hype. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited to see it. And I'm glad you liked it. It's a feel-good drama, and it's so easy to watch. I was going to ask you, out of all the characters, since it's on ensemble cast, who is your favorite character? Ikjun. Really? I love him. He's so funny. And I think he has a lot of good EQ moments, too. He's not dense in that way. He's really good at talking to patients, really funny, treats his friends really well. And... You'll just see more in the second half of the drama. I can't really say too much. <sighs> so I just like him a lot. But I think you're right. Like all five of the doctors, the main five are good characters. And I don't spend a lot of time thinking that they're annoying. I kind of just think of them like my second set of pandemic friends. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> Your first set are, are anime characters from Haikyuu. Yep. And my second set are the doctors from Hospital Playlist. So that's really sad, but I don't care. It's true. <laughs> my favorite character at this point is still Jungwon. Duh. And maybe I'm like super biased, but I'm just like anything Yu Yeon Suk is in, I just love it. <laughs> Even the bad shows he's, in, he's been in. But he's really good in variety shows. So I'm just like biased on him anyways. Doesn't hurt that he's really tall. He's really tall and he's like buff and he's good looking. It's just like all his scenes too are just so f cute and funny. I think I just saw the scene where he's teaching his mom and his uncle to play mafia. Yeah. And they just like suck at it. Yeah. It's just cute. <laughs> he has just the best facial expressions. I've seen some spoilers with him and his love interest and I'm just super excited for it. You're swooning already. You're ready. Yep. <laughs> I'm ready. You love him. I only really watched <laughs> the reply with him in it. Uh-huh. I actually did not watch that season. Why didn't you watch it if you're such a fan? What the heck? Gosh, yeah. Maybe I've only seen him in variety shows. I wanted to watch Mr. Sunshine too because he's apparently he's really good in that one. I think I've only seen him in Warm and Cozy, which was like a bad storyline. What but the hell um, is Warm and Cozy? <laughs> <laughs> Never even heard of that. What? N never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but if you watch Youth Over Flowers, which is like a variety show, his season is the best season. They like go to Laos on not a lot of money. Also gonna say, I was looking at YouTube for like, uh, hospital playlist clips. And there's actually a show of Na PD working with the hospital playlist, like playing games. I sent you that clip, the shout in silence clip. Oh my gosh, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I probably didn't watch it yet because I was like, I need to watch the drama first. It's really funny. I had tears watching it. It's like Jungwon and Juwon. They're playing together. It is hilarious. I cried <laughs> laughing. It's so oh, funny. Oh yeah, I'm going to watch it right after this. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so much content related to this drama, which I think is a plus. There's so I much so extra surprised. content. Because yeah. usually it's, like, not as much. I don't know if this is a TVN drama, but it's in the States, it's, like, a Netflix drama, too. It is a TVN one. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay, so we All love right. it. <laughs> yeah, we love it. 10 out of 10. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm just going to rate it 10 already on my drama list. Ooh, I brought a 10 to the table, finally. <laughs> <laughs> finally. Just took 13 episodes. 
So at the end of every episode, we do a game of shoot, bang, marry with the characters that we're talking about in the show that we're watching. And this week, the picks that Sam has for me are, they're all side characters. So I'm gonna say their names and then what department they're in. An Chi Hong, part of Nero. So the guy who has a crush on yep. Song Hwa. Mm-hmm. Chu Minha, so the OBGYN resident. All I remember from her is she has to clamp the baby's mouth mm-hmm. because she doesn't want the baby to cry in front of the mom. That was another really sad medical thing that was so touching. Yeah, so sad. Yeah. And Zhang Kyo, who's general surgery and the love interest of Yu Yun Suk's character generally like like all these characters so it's like super hard you know Mm -hmm. so by the way if you have been listening to the past few episodes me and chris have been picking basically the same shoot banger marys so this week we coordinated she said she'll do main characters and i'll do side characters which is why our picks are like this i would choose to shoot minha who's the obgyn resident I think just solely for the fact that she hasn't had a lot of scenes yet up to where I've gotten to. And it seems like she has a crush on the OBGYN doctor, though. But also, I don't know what it's with her eye makeup. <laughs> do they explain that later? Yeah, they do. Okay. So for now, I'll just shoot her because I don't really like her eye makeup because it's just like all over the place. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I would marry Cole. She's just like really quiet and cute and competent she's super competent yeah she doesn't seem to be a resident that struggles with the residency if you know what i mean her struggle is more uh-huh. like learning bedside manners yeah so even though there's that it's fine like i could live with the bluntness and she does it all for like the good sake of being truthful anyways so i like her character a lot and then i would bang the guy who has a crush because he's just seems like it would be fun you know he's like <laughs> such a sweet dude i feel like he would be very attentive you oh know based my on God, again <laughs> based off of just like how sweet he is to songhua he really tries last week you were all up on lee jinjin's dad because he would be a gentle lover and this week you're all up on <laughs> this guy for the same reason you know it's just they have to be gentle and attentive and it will be a good time and they have to have a little bit of experience you know that's not even true preferably more years of experience but like a little bit is required in space sweepers you chose tiger park because he had a mugshot (laughs) you are not interested in gentle loving that week (laughs) You've switched gears lately. (laughs) All right, none of these people look like they would be like tigers in bed, okay? Okay, anyways. Oh, and the last girl says she didn't even have her first kiss yet, okay? Jungil, yeah. She's pretty innocent. Yeah. But you're going to marry her. That's okay. We'll figure it out on the way, you know? It's not like a one-time thing. Okay. (laughs) Okay, what are your your choices? Oh, this is hard. I know I picked this, but I didn't really think about this. I would actually marry Chu Minha, and I can't really s- why say 
as the drama goes on, I'll just say she gets more competent and she can take the lead and has initiative. So I like that. And I don't want to spoil you. So that's all I can really say. Okay. I like Zhang Gyul, but I'm not like obsessed with her. I think she's a good competent doctor, but I do think she kind of lacks EQ. And I know she's like learning her way through it, but meh, for me, I think I'll shoot her. Ooh, I know that's controversial. (gasps) Yeah. Okay. I like her. I'm not saying I don't like anyone here. So then I would bang Chi Hong. For the same reasons as me, right? Pretty much. Like, he's got a military (laughs) background. That's got to be interesting. (laughs) He's sweet, so he'll be gentle and attentive. I guess. Why are you trying to make me into you right now? (laughs) I'm just forcing you into choosing him for my reasons. Yeah, but I like his character a lot, and I think he... He's bold, and he puts up a good fight for Songhua, so can't fault him mm-hmm. for it. But I do think it's interesting, like, how they all fall for their bosses, pretty much. Uh, except the sister. Yeah. Ikjun's sister. But I thought that was so cute, Ikjun's sister. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was surprised how much I swan- I, I swam, I swooned for her. <laughs> Okay. How much you swanned? <laughs> How much I swooned for Juwan. And then I Googled him because I was like, he looks familiar, but I don't really know. And then I realized yeah, he's dude, freaking... he's like in everything. And he's Young's boyfriend. Yeah, I did not know. They've been dating for eight... Like, I knew she was dating an actor, but I never really, like, knew who it was. SMH. And then I was like... Get with the times. WTF? He's been dating her for eight years? But anyways, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should watch Prison Playbook because he's in that too. That's also by the Reply people. Yeah, we should just watch it. He says Crystal too. And I love Crystal. I don't share the same obsession. (laughs) She's all right. (laughs) Anyways. Okay, let's go to my picks. So Chris sent to me, obviously her fave, An Jung-wan, Ik-jun, and Ju-wan. No! (laughs) This is so hard. (laughs) <laughs> oh i'm stressed this is so hard <laughs> well i feel like it's super easy for me obviously because you're a heightist <laughs> fan girl so obvious you're gonna shoot the shortest one because of your heightism <laughs> <laughs> all right what are you choosing i think purely based on season one I would marry Juwon. I know this. I It makes no sense because Ikjun is my favorite character. But in terms of a romantic relationship, I loved Juwon's relationship. Mm. He was so swoonworthy and he mm-hmm. treats Ikjun's sister super well. Even when he was dating that other girl in the earlier episodes, he was cool. He'd always be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'll drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, like, drunk, and he was, like, go over there and sober up. I'm driving. Yeah, and he still was, like, very cool about everything. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate his commitment to the patient, and I think he's just really admirable in that way. Like, he was always, like, I'll do what's best for the patient no matter what. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they go into his backstory of why he chose cardiology, and he was, like, I was interested in teaching and blah, blah, blah. He had, like, a really good backstory. 
and reason why he chose his field. He's just way more swoon-worthy than I could have imagined hmm. when I started watching the drama. I was mm-hmm. shook. I was like, why do I feel this way about him? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then? No, I feel so bad. I'm gonna bang Jongwon. Oh my gosh, why? Actually, sh- no, I'm- maybe I shouldn't because he's a virgin. What? Because he's devoted to God till he decides to not be devoted to God. Oh, sorry. Oops. Uh. (laughs) What? Does that mean he's a virgin? You think someone who wants to become a priest? All right, say no more. Okay, say no more. You're just spoiling me now. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna shoot. um, Yeah, based on our previous criteria of of banging, which is gentle, attentive lover with experience Han jung Won is missing the experience part i believe because he was a devout catholic okay so you're gonna marry Ik no Jun. i'm marrying juan no what so you're shooting Ik Jun. no i'm i'm banging Ik Jun, marrying juan shooting Han jung Won. oh okay it's hard though okay. i would ideally just all like for them to be my friends as I said, they're my second round of pandemic <laughs> friends. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Did you do you start feeling like you're friends with them though? A little, but I think that's how I feel about every reply yeah. series because their friendship groups and all of those are so good. Yeah. Okay, so I'll choose now. I obviously would marry An Jungwon, obviously, and then I would bang Junwon. Because obviously he has, for your reasons, like he's such a swoon-worthy character in the show. He has like a romantic interest. And then I would shoot Ikjun. Because <laughs> you're right, I am a heightist. You just went from tallest to shortest in that order. That's how you picked. <laughs> okay, someone out there tell me that Jo Jong-suk is more marriage material then you yon suck. Okay? No. There's the dude no is thing. married in real life. Ask Gummy. <laughs> WTF. He's literally True. married. <laughs> All right. Let's not go into that. <laughs> My God. Dissing him. Shading him for no reason. Just because he's a little short. But he's a great actor. He is. He is. He's a really great actor. I remember watching him in My Ghost one. The one about the ghost with Park Bo Young. He was. He's so good in that. Very swoon-worthy. See? <laughs> he has his moments. Yeah, but not in this drama. Yet, I guess. Off of the I'm episodes I've seen. Well, we need to keep track of how often you just do shoot Banger Mary based on height. Tally number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100% recommend if you haven't watched it yet. Get ready for season two, people. Watch it now. Well, that's all for this week's episode. If you have a suggestion for an interesting show we should talk about, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Project BCF, or you can also email us at projectbcfpodcast at gmail.com. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.